Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope, a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today, I have the great honor to introduce you to Michelle Boss. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Hi. So, Michelle, the reason I wanted you on the show is because I find your story fascinating and I find you fascinating because you started this whole Facebook page um, after your mother had passed away and you found yourself feeling abandoned. Um, I'm saying the word abandoned and disowned from, from your immediate family and your siblings and it felt like you had done something wrong. And that's where I want to take off with this conversation. Just, you know, what happened? What what led to that? And then how did that bring you into starting this Facebook page where you could bring a community of people together so they weren't, um, so people could recreate some of that community that's in life and death, loss and grief. So if you can just share with us at the beginning, what it was that, that brought you to making this Facebook page um, Good Grief? Sure. Um, first, I don't have any siblings. I don't have any immediate family left. I have uh, one niece, a couple cousins, and one aunt and uncle that still talk to me. My mother's siblings, um, when she passed, she was the last of my immediate family. They're the ones that disowned me. And I guess they never really liked me or who knows that was uh, their expression of grief. And I uh, allow them that everybody behaves differently. And, you know, I, I was very, very hurt by it. It, 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 it made my grief like 10 times more. The fact that they had treated me like I had done something wrong, but um, you know, that was a year, a year and a half ago and I've gotten, I'll stay used to it and just say that I wish all I do is uh, picture them, picture them happy and send them love. And I can't, they're in their eighties. So for whatever reason that they felt they needed to treat me that way, I kind of feel like it's none of my business. I already went through myself and um, I feel like they just had zero compassion and understanding for me. And I don't know why. And, and that's okay. I'm a loner. I'm somebody who has spent most of my life um, doing things myself and without the support of, you know, emotional support or financial support or physical support from anybody else. So um, even though I'm a quote unquote strong person, I felt really, really um, set back from that. And I was, I felt very alienated from any feeling of family or any feeling of, um, you know, uh, in other cultures and before us white people, we, we don't grieve, you know, everybody wants 
to just be like, okay, well, yeah, that happened and death happens and like you should know that and just move on. And, and we really should know that. <laughs> but our culture does not talk about grief. They don't talk about death. Um, and they don't come together around you. All of my friends, and I know they love me. I have wonderful, wonderful friends. And uh, they they are all busy with their lives. They don't know what to say. People say silly things and or just pretend like nothing ever happened and i was feeling you know alienated and looking on facebook and seeing other people that were pouring their grief out on their facebook page and so i tried to gather all my friends onto a page to actually get together you know physically by friends that are here in the city where i live and um people said they wanted to come people responded really positively and i tried it twice and two people showed up to each time I tried it. So I just, okay, people are more comfortable online. So I just made it a page or a group that uh, anybody can join. It's focused on feelings of grief, thoughts of death, um, loss, um, and spirit. You know, that's my, and you know, there are so many things to grieve in our society. I, You know, it's not just death little deaths, you know, like people get divorced or they uh, get an illness or some people are grieving just aging because our society does not embrace the whole life. It doesn't, oh, aging is actually a good thing, <laughs> you know, like that's right. not really embraced where I, I myself embrace it and put it out to others to embrace aging and embrace death. I don't have a negative view of death. I think death must be awesome like the ultimate spiritual experience, I feel that we'll, you know, we'll uh, be a pure spirit then. And um, that I have always kind of looked forward to. And, you know, we'll all know what that is soon enough. There's no need to to push it. But um, I feel that there is a great need in our society to embrace death, to talk about death, to talk about grief, to talk about the things nobody wants to talk about because some people have the idea that, oh, oh, that, that's uh, not nice. So, you know, don't talk about it. Just talk about good things. But I see people on Facebook that need to talk about it. And they, and it's probably better to have a page where they're safe to talk about it with all their fr- without their friends saying, oh man, all you talk about is depressing stuff. I don't want to, you know, engage with you anymore. So that I, I, my intention is to create a safe space for people to express those things that uh, most people don't want to talk about, but all of us in the group, we need to talk about it because we're everyone in the group is grieving something or someone. There are people in the group that their children have been murdered or, you know, all kinds of things, ways. You know, life is full of every aspect, so there's lots right. to express. And I, I think it's... Uh, it's pretty successful. I guess it, it helps people. And I love about my group that people support each other. You know, there, if somebody posts something on there and I am busy with my life and I haven't gotten on Facebook, I get on and, you know, several people are supporting that person when, with what they post. And so I think that it's very healing for people also to support others, even when they need support. There's like a, a symbiotic thing, a circle, you know, and we, we used to gather around grief and support each other and 
and carry it through and honor that, you know, like the Day of the Dead, you know, in in the Mexican culture where you honor your your ancestors once a year, or you, you do it throughout the year too. Some people have, I have an altar that's always up. It's not just for the Day of the Dead, but it's um, something just ritualistic that's lacking in our culture, but that's to each their own. That's, um, that's uh, I think, a, a, a wonderful practice. Absolutely. And I've been on your Facebook page that's called Good Grief. And and people are beautifully supportive of one another. And, and I think people that have gone through it, and everybody has, there's been something that, that we've grieved in our life, whether it was the loss of a family, a loved, mem- a loved one, or, you know, the loss of a job or lo- loss of a dream, loss of your passion for life, your home, whatever Pet, it happens yeah. to be. We all grieve something, but I do agree with you 100% that in our culture, especially, that it's kind of like, okay, like some time has gone by now, and that could be two weeks or maybe a year, and now let's move on. Like, we're done with it. That's not how grief operates. It doesn't work like that. So a platform that you have where people can say, so for me, it's 11 years from my daughter, and there's people that I would talk to and, and you could just see them kind of roll their eyes like, oh my gosh, 11 years and you're still talking about her. It's like, oh yeah, you know, if I live to be 150, I'm telling you, I'll still be talking about my daughter. And when you of can course, go to that place, yes. that, right, because it doesn't mean they're not on this planet anymore. It doesn't mean that, that it's over, right? I mean, it's just a completely different It doesn't mean they didn't so exist. Just, yeah, and that exactly. they're not a huge part of you and a huge part of your daughter has launched you into this whole your whole where you're at now and all of this that you're doing, right? Absolutely. Just because of it's your com- daughter's death. Yeah. And and it's helping so That's many right. people. So your daughter is helping all these people. You know? So right. she is still very much a force in life. And yeah, people don't wanna I, I think it's so important. And I wish people would share more on my page or just in life about their loved ones that are gone because it's important to talk about them because it's not like, like you said, it's not like they disappeared. It feels like they disappeared to some people, but no, they're, they're a part of who we are and they existed. And it's to honor who that unique person was that they're never going to come back in that form again. You know, if you believe in reincarnation, they might come back in another form, but that unique set of genes and circumstances that made that person is never going to happen again so it's like that was something beautiful and it lives on like our dna it doesn't just disappear either right you know right yeah yeah all the hair and nails and ashes and you know yeah it goes back to the earth but it doesn't disappear it becomes one with it and so does their spirit right absolutely Absolutely. And when people can come together and, and can embrace that and allow yourself to cry and feel safe, because I know on your page that is so, and I've, I've spoken with you, I mean, in, in true transparency, I only know you because of my niece and I know that she adores you. And then you and I had a very long conversation on the phone and, and it was just like that instant connection and and I, I just know that you have this beautiful, true, loving, and compassionate heart. And that your page, which is amazing to me, because a lot of times when you have a page that's uh, 
on Facebook or I guess any kind of platform when it's not a closed group, when it's open to anybody that you can get some people in there that, you know, maybe are coming in with ill will or poor intentions and everybody on your page. It's just like, that is the energy that you draw in is people that are compassionate and loving and caring and supporting and going through whatever it is that they're going through in the moment, whatever grief, whether it's brand new grief or it's, um, you know, like one of the things that I read recently where, you know, and I never even thought about this. And that's the other thing, what, what your page brings. It's so powerful because somebody had written that um, her mother had passed away and her ashes were, is that how she said it? Like her ashes were delivered to her. And I just can't imagine. I just can't, uh, right? I mean, it, it's not it's a different world for me, but to be able to, I understand cremation. I know uh, many people that have been cremated, but I never thought about what does that feel like to, to now just have a, a urn or a box or whatever those the, um, container is for those ashes. And they give how, them, they give them to you in a plastic container. They come in a plastic bag and in a plastic box. It feels very oh, plastic. Oh, no way. Yeah, and then they're, they feels like a bag of sand. It's not light oh, like you think oh. ashes would be light. They're heavy. Yeah. And, yeah, I ha- my oh. mother was little, and when I got her ashes, I held them, and I thought, how could she possibly weigh this much in ashes? You know, but their ashes are not, you know, it's not like wood. It's, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of, uh, what's it called when the Buddhists, when they are cremated, I I forgot what it's called, but there, um, there are actually crystals left. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. And I forgot what it's called, but anyway, we're, we're made, what we're made up of is is pretty it's pretty fascinating you know like when you think of dna and how we you know just the matter of our body let alone our spirit our spirit you know that's a whole other expansive thing but just our bodies are made up of these very unique and certain circumstances and they don't disappear and they're not like i spread my mother's ashes and um different place in a place and you would think that if you put them in water they would disappear they don't they just sink to the ground like sand they're like sand or bits of glass and you know if you look Uh at sand and you realize that sand is a bunch of shells it's the exoskeleton of creatures that have just smashed and rocked smashed and smashed and smashed until it's broke up into little bits but it's still those rocks it still has in rocks hold the history of the earth you know, so it's it's fascinating. There's so many um, layers to talk about and go into about just who we are, you know. And then when you talk about spirit, then you're really getting in, into the juicy stuff. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love talking about spirit <laughs> because it is. I mean, Me it's, too. Just, it's that invisible part, right? I mean, there's just so much to the spirit and and you know, whether we call it the spirit world or, or whatever, however we want to refer to that. But it is, it is the juicy stuff. And it's totally, um, it's just another world and it's beautiful. And it's, it's all part of the same universe. It's not like it's separate. 
this is separate from it's it's invisible and this is visible. They're not separate. It's all part of the same continuum. It's it, it's all part of the same. So yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the things that I wanted to ask you now, and it's just slipped my mind about the Day of the Dead, because one of the things, and I never thought to even ask this. I was just at a the Monarch Butterfly Festival that they have in Minneapolis, and it's just beautiful. And it there's is. a lot of I've... different. Have you been there? Have you seen it? Uh, not in Minneapolis. No, I saw the monarchs migrating uh, once in California, and it was oh. magical. They were just on their way to Mexico or wherever they go, and, and they're just like little pieces of paper flying all over, and they're so beautiful, and they're so light, and then they would gather on a tree, and there would be so many of them, and they kind of sit there and then fold their wings up and there were so many of them the branches were drooping it was just beautiful <laughs> dripping with monarchs isn't it yeah it's incredible and and for just the whole story of right the caterpillar transforming itself into this beautiful butterfly and right it, it's just so symbolic of life and death and and the, how gorgeous they are and how they know how to go home. So when they were in California, I'm assuming then were they migrating back from the north, heading down to Mexico? Is that what you said? And they don't always live the whole journey. So when the ones that are reborn just know, the ones that are born, you know, in the process, yeah. they just know. Just like right. the turtles who lay their eggs, and then they uh, all the little turtles come out and they take off. They go in the ocean and they might swim around the world. They come back to that beach to lay their eggs yeah. that they were born on. Yeah, right. So, right. So, how how can a monarch know how where to go and however many thousands of miles it is? And how can that turtle who's just coming from an egg? There's nobody directing them. How can they know that? I mean, it's there's so I, much to us. How can we know? How we know if yeah. we really go? I practice meditation, and if we really go inside, if we really, if we really allow ourselves to feel the the expansiveness of ourselves, how do we know? Like a lot of people are confused. What do I do with my life? What do I do here? What do I do there? If you tune in to yourself, you know too. You're just like the monarch yeah. butterfly and that turtle you know what to do if you tune in and clear yourself and don't drug yourself and don't get caught up in all the things, whether it's other people's ideas or society's expectations or families, families, you know, like what that goes back to the talking about your dead people, like you can conjure them up. And even if, whether you believe in spirituality or not, I do, but I also know that, like, I can conjure somebody up who died, let's say my brother, he died uh, 22 years ago. I can conjure him up, and a friend of mine who's Hindu said, how can you? It's so long he's moved on, and I said, he's a part of me. I am conjuring up him. He's a part of who I am. He was my big brother. He taught me to swim and to tie my shoes and to shoot a gun and to ride a bike. Like he's a huge part of me. So when I conjure him up, I'm not only conjuring up, let's say his spirit, which it doesn't, you know, it's not like, Oh, it goes away. It turned into something else. The whatever we are and whatever our emotions are, they reverberate out around us, you know, and they're, 
and it changes. Like, that's why I try to keep my vibe positive. It changes everything around us. You know, we can feel each other, whether we're aware of it or not. And I believe so even after death. But even if you believe that their spirit is gone, they're dead and they're in the ground and you don't have any, any relationship to the spirit, they're still in, they're still a huge part of you. They're a part of who you are and you can bring that up and heal that and love that and work through that, which you have, which is just inside of you. Absolutely. And I believe, too, because it seems to me that many people, somebody will pass away unexpectedly or or there's an argument, you know, maybe in the morning before somebody leaves for work and then there's a car accident or a heart attack and, and they parted on bad, bad words, bad feelings, and that the survivor, the person who doesn't pass away, feels so guilty because there was that argument that happened. And I tell people, I truly 100% believe with every fiber of my being that you can have a conversation with that person. And where they're oh, yeah. at, that, the argument's done. The argument is completely done. Well, it doesn't matter spoke. anymore. That's right. when you realize right. none, nothing that you thought mattered matters. It's only yeah. love that matters. It's only just awareness and connection that really matters. But it is hard to part on, you know, just if somebody, even if somebody dies in a harsh way, they're murdered or whatever, it's hard to sit with that and carry that through and not feel that they had, they, that, that they had felt bad things before they died. And that's, I think that's a part of our life lesson. I feel like we are here to learn and to grow and everything we learn and grow from everything whether we like it or not, like some people might, they don't give a, a hoot about learning and growing and they're just living their lives and, and they don't feel it matters. Let's just say, I think most people care about learning and growing, but some don't, they're still learning and growing, whether, whether they realize it or not. And whatever it is that they need to learn in this life, that's, that's what's going to happen, you know, and it might not, it might look like a horror from, you know, I mean, if you look at a lot of the world and the things that happen to people or are happening to people, it is a horror. And it's yeah. like, uh, but I think that it's all part of our life lessons. I'm not saying that anyone deserves a horror. It's, it is life. Life is not yeah. just like, oh, yay, you know, we get to do all these wonderful things and there is so much to be happy about, but there's also so much to work on and to be sad about and to be angry about. And all these emotions that people are like, oh, you shouldn't feel those things. Actually, you should. <laughs> you right. learn from them. You shouldn't get stuck in those emotions, but to feel them is very real, very human. We're not just one. We're not just, we're not simple beings. None of us. We are very complex and we're full of the full spectrum of emotions. And I think it's important to embrace them all and to learn from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Michelle, we have so much more to talk about and I want to continue this conversation. I want to stay on this about talking about emotions and how it is that they serve us and our awareness. So, we have run out of time for this episode. Would you be willing to come back and continue a conversation with me for next week? Absolutely. This is my favorite thing to talk about. Okay. Awesome, <laughs> All of awesome, this awesome. stuff, I love that. Yay. 
Okay. I look forward to it. Thanks for including me on your show. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Because there's so much more that I want to know and I love your insight. So for today, I'm going to wrap it up and tell the listeners, thank you very much for being here. And Michelle's page is on Facebook and this will be in the show notes and it's called Good Griefs. And we will be back next week to continue this conversation. So thank you so much. Just so for you being know, thank you. Yes. The, the group is a closed group. So you just have to ask. Oh, it's to closed. It is. A closed oh, group. Yes. it was. It okay, was open okay. to start. And then uh, I closed it. So you, one just simply has to ask to join. And if somebody okay. uh, says something janky to somebody else, you know, if they're not, it's all about the only reason to be there is to express yourself and love and support others. It's not a place to make a point. It's not a place to promote yourself. It's not a place to for religious uh, ideas. It's simply purely for grief, death, loss, and spirit, um, any aspect of those things. It's very open otherwise. So thank you very much. Have a great day. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Michelle. And we will be back with Michelle next week. And to all of the listeners, have a beautiful rest of your week and tune in next week to hear the the second part of my conversation with Michelle Boss. Thank you, Michelle. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.